podcast. Welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia and Deli, and we are the Queer Arabs. I'm Saudi American and a lesbian. I'm bi trans Lebanese, and we are back in Houston after Yellow Punk. Yeah, we were in Yellow Punk Fest last weekend in Philadelphia, which was it's really hard to describe how meaningful it was to both of us, but we're gonna try. So we thought we would kind of debrief about Yellow Punk with each other. And next week, next Friday, you will hear an episode from people who were at Yellow Punk because we did a live episode there. Which is kind of fucking awesome. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah. For those who do not know, yeah. uh, Yellow Punk is this um, punk rock arts and cultural festival done for basically MENA artists and performers mm-hmm. here in the States. Of course, uh, as with most art shows that are minority focused, you kind of find the LGBT part of that community is heavily overrepresented. So I was walking around as a out trans Lebanese person and I felt right at home. Like, seriously, there were people there who looked like me, who had similar background experiences to me to like, I could be like, oh, hey, and here's my girlfriend, Alia, without like having to like first look around to make sure there are no wrong people. Haters. Yeah. Yeah, um, something I really loved about it is just how non-judgmental and welcoming the space was to everyone and how diverse it was. MENA slash SWANA community. Um, so MENA, Middle East, North African. SWANA means uh, Southwest Asian, North African. I just felt like the diversity was there. People with different backgrounds and experiences, not just like people who grew up with to Middle Eastern parents in the US or people who grew up in the Middle East. Like there were people with so many different experiences, um, different family makeups, complicated backgrounds, like something I can relate to because that is something I have. My family is extremely complicated. The uh, family tree would be ridiculous and I don't even want to attempt that ever because that would take up an entire wall. But anyway, it felt like I wasn't an outsider for once. I mean, I've gotten really used to feeling like I don't belong fully anywhere, and there I felt like I belonged. That's a novel feeling for me. You know that whole feeling of, I feel like I'm a person without a nation? I think I found my nation. I love it. But that's that was kind of it. So in the morning, well, the afternoon, they didn't have anything really in the morning aside from setup. It Mm -hmm. was basically the cultural stuff, Poetry readings, spoken word, movies, panels. To be clear, this was a three-day event, but we only were able to make it to the second and third day. So we're talking about the second and third day. It was um, Um, was held at the Korean Arts Center, which is this cool little art space. And it was well suited for the crowd. I think they they had a realistic expectation of what the crowd would be from last year. And it it was cool. Yeah, um, and people came from all over the country, which was amazing. Um, Not just us. Yeah. Yeah, not just us. There were people from New York, Chicago, D.C., Boston, Houston, the Carolinas. Yeah, yeah. So the organizers are Rana and Miriam. Miriam is one of our really good friends here in Houston. And Rana quickly became one of our good friends in Philadelphia. They did an amazing job and so did all the volunteers. Um, and the other organizers. People truly put in so much work because of all the passion that everyone had for this. You know, people did this without getting paid. It was pure love and passion and excitement and motivation that drove this. So, yeah. So, after the morning stuff with all the art and cultural stuff, the real fun began. We basically took over the 
upper floor of a bar with a pretty good stage and did even more stuff. We had, uh, who were some of the bands? There was the Muslims, who were uh-huh. this awesome punk oh rock trio. Oh my God, trio. they're amazing. Oh my God, Muslim, the Muslims, they were out of this world. Like Highlight I, of the show for me. It was incredible. It was such an incredible performance. Punk rock group. Punk rock group. They are just amazing. One of them was on one of the panels. One of the members was on one of the panels. And um, yeah, there was also this really great uh, duo uh, called Flower Punk. It was like the lyrics were very personal and honest. And I really appreciated that. And then Hello Psycholepo. Oh my God. Love, love, love. It's this electronic. Just Music. check it out. Like, yeah. Seriously, check it out. It's- and... Yeah. And here's the thing, though. Like, these weren't, like, you know, people who were just brought in. No, they were at the panels. They were chilling out. We, mm-hmm. They were just shooting this shit with us all day, and it was awesome. It really was. Another duo was Shams El Leal. It was this, this someone on key, one person on keyboard, one person on oud. And I highly recommend you check that out. Look at the Yellow Punk page on Instagram, or check out the Yellow Punk Instagram page, um, or our page, actually. We posted a, bit, a short clip of each performance, and yeah, it was just such a, it was such a freeing experience for me. I completely let loose, had just zero reservations about bringing all of my identity, all of myself to this event. Um, that happened at Johnny Brenda's, which is a bar that's close to Crane Arts. And then right after that, we moved over to the International for Rana to Rana and Tarab NYC to do some awesome DJing. And we heard it was a really good time. We went back to our where we were staying a bit early, um, but I heard like we heard nothing but good things. Yeah, that. unfortunately, I couldn't stay out. I was, I was having some anxiety going. So that's, you know, it's and my to to my girlfriend's credit, she understood and she went back with me. Even though I offered like numerous times to lay, like, no, just have fun. She was like, no, I care and I'm awesome. She didn't say <laughs> she's awesome, but she expressed it. But you know, enough gushing about my girlfriend. It was after midnight. I wasn't about to say, hey, go back by yourself. You were very upset and just overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm not the most social person. Well, and it was it was a lot um, because Ellie and I went to Crane Arts at about 12, so noon. And then by the time we got to the International, it was after midnight. And we had been nonstop, just going nonstop, setting up for the event, fielding questions from people we were trying to figure out how to best help out it was just at the beginning things really came together we all worked together really well and made stuff happen um but yeah it was just like more than 12 hours of non-stop doing stuff socializing and being immersed in crowds and noise and so finally ellie just hit her limit (laughs) yeah justifiably mm-hmm. we all have our limits our boundaries so anyway so we went back slept very we both slept very well and for many hours that night and then the next day there was a more oh by the way there were these great vendors at yellow punk um so we had Sima, a tattoo artist we had this amazing amazing ice cream stand i highly recommend this ice cream it is made by the person who sells it and if you look up Saraf, S-A-R-R-A-F, split, 
you can see some of the amazing ice cream. These are banana splits. So the one that I got was Arabic coffee ice cream with pistachios and pomegranate drizzle on it. There was also this amazing henna artist uh, named Fatima there as well. Yeah, and some great comic book artists. Ellie came home with several comic books. They know my weakness. <laughs> they Art. do, they do. And um, yeah, so those, those were some of the vendors and that continued on to Sunday, the vendor fair. Which um, was movie and poetry day. Yeah, that day there was a room for poetry readings and a room for film and Ellie really kept the film room going brought her tech queenness god damn my tech queenness <laughs> I missed the poetry for because I knew too much <laughs> I apologize to the poetry I missed there were several really amazing poets you can look at our Instagram and you can see who read and what their poetry is about kind of what their style is um, a little bit about their background so it I was so impressed by every part of it and I got to see a really good friend in Philly who I hadn't seen in four years, and he came to this poetry reading, so that made it even awesomer. Um, On the more serious note, the first day, well, the first day for us, the second day for the festival, mm -hmm. had some pretty cool panels. There was one representing your identity and your art, and we were on that. You know, and that's really cool. That's where we came in. There were several very interesting panels. There was mm -hmm. one with us on it. You know, everyone was awesome there. Like everyone talking about what they do and why they do it and how they bring the uh, Mina to the party, as it were. Another panel that was very, very important and meaningful was the anti-blackness and Arab supremacy panel. It's such an important subject, and I look forward to more discussion on that at next Yellow Punk. Well, one of the points was is we can't just discuss it at the panel, so... Keep the conversation going without panel, folks. That's true. There are so many underrepresented groups when it comes to talking about uh, Middle East, North Africa, and there is definitely Arab supremacy. And that's something that everyone needs to keep in mind and not only keep in mind, but change their behavior. Stop this notion that Arab equals the, like the Middle East slash North Africa equals Arab. So false. Um, it's such a diverse region. Every group deserves visibility, deserves acknowledgement. And um, yeah, so that is something that we, you know, there was a maybe an hour long conversation during that panel. Um, and that, like you said, Ellie, you're right. This conversation needs to not just be at panels. It needs to continue. This topic needs to drive people to change their behavior and their thoughts. And call out others who are being shitty about it, too. Yep. And I don't mean like call out culture, call out more like, hey, you know, that's not cool. And then in a tone appropriate way, explain to why that's not cool. I mean, just I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm just saying do it in a way you think that would work. That would change that person's heart the best if possible. So there's an upcoming guest that we're going to have. She and I have been starting to talk about wishing we had some resources that explain terminology, history, like the basics of Middle Eastern ethnicities. So something that could be a resource for mostly non a non-Middle East North Africa audience, just assuming like this crowd has just very little knowledge of this subject. So if anyone listening has any resource that you think would um, help fit that description, we would really appreciate it and we will do our part in getting it out there. Just throwing that out there. And so Ellie, how did you feel? How did you feel about Philadelphia? What do you think of the city? I like it. I mean, of course I went to the Philly, went for some Philly cheesesteaks. It lived up to the hype. Did not go to Gino's for Googleable reasons. Uh, I googled it. Basically, up until 2016, they had the sign that basically said English only in the store. 
They wouldn't serve non-English speakers. They took it down eventually, but... Yeah, we made sure not to go there. And we went to Dottie's Donuts, not once, but twice. It's a vegan vegan donut place that I have been eyeing forever. And I was so excited, and I made Ellie come to it twice. As a lover of (laughs) meat and animal products, Dottie's Donuts did donuts justice. And I'm not talking like, oh, it was good for vegan. I'm talking like, no, this was fucking amazing and i did not care that they were vegan that's how yeah that's how good they were hell yeah we got one with uh matcha pistachio one with thai tea i love that one normally i'm i don't like thai tea but i love their take on thai tea nice they also had a rice crispy one which was just like a frosted donut with a rice crispy. yeah that was the first one you got right yeah it was it was a sprinkled donut with uh, rice crispy on top of it. How ridiculous and amazing is that? Uh, it and was, then... uh, and it wasn't. It wasn't the standard rice crispy. It was a vegan rice crispy. Just to be, just to be sure. Right, right. Um, and we got, or I got a chocolate pistachio donut. And then we got a cookies and cream donut, which was. <laughs> I loved it. I. I know you did it. I think I just have a problem with like vegan chocolate. That's all. That's fair. It definitely does have a distinct uh, texture and taste. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then... What about that that Yemeni place that we went to? Oh my god, we went to this amazing Yemeni place um, in West Philly, and it was totally, uh, it was just very spontaneous. Hold on, I'm gonna... We were at the Ethiopian... Well, first we got dinner with, like, everyone from Yellow Punk over at this Ethiopian place, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And after that, we went to this Yemeni place because... Hadramut restaurant... H A D R A M O U T. That's the Yemeni place. The fool and the tea, just everything there is amazing. Uh, we got, I tried some of the fool. I didn't order it because we had just eaten at an Ethiopian place. But oh. one person was tried to get food at the Ethiopian place and somehow got passed over. So that led us to the Yemeni place. And so I tried a little bit of the fool. It was outstanding and even the tea was just so good. I don't know what it is about that tea, but it was so good. Yeah, and they had some on-site, what looked like on-site baked flatbread as well for the fool, which was just, I am a huge fan of bread. That's why I have weight problems. So. I love you. I love you too, darling. But uh, what else went on? So what else happened? Um, it was really just nonstop being comfortable with people who understood us, never questioned us, never questioned our existence or wanted us to prove ourselves or any of that bullshit. And that was so refreshing to me. Like no one tried to, no one made me feel like I had to justify my Arabness, um, you know, being mixed and not being, not having grown up with my Saudi side, um, like raising me. So I didn't feel like I had to justify why I was there. Didn't have to feel, neither of us had to justify being queer or answer to any bullshit that was actually so novel in a mina swana space um never felt uncomfortable never had the police identities like say you know if we were at an arab community center we would be probably a little more than reticent to say and here is my girlfriend put my arm around her and hug her mm-hmm. yeah sort of behavior we right it was so cool i felt such a lack of tension or uptightness like i didn't carry this this feeling of like oh i need to you know stay chill um or i don't know i don't know how to put it i don't even know you could relax you could relax and let your defenses down it was that's it yeah that's it um it's hard to articulate that feeling 
for me. Yeah. And yeah, so I really encourage people who are have the means to do so in the future to go to this. It's the founder started it because this is what she needed when she was younger. And I think a lot of us, I think all of us who went related to that. And that's why people went, because this is something that I don't think, at least for me, I didn't know that I needed this. And now that it exists, I know that I absolutely have to have it. I have to go to this. And I can't wait for next year. Yeah, we are totally down for next year. Hell yeah. Yeah, next year we're going to make sure to not miss any of the days like we did this year. Uh, I was sad to miss the first night, but it was my fault, an error on my part in booking the flight. But lesson learned. It worked out for us. Worked out this time, but it'll work out even better next year. And I would like us to go like a day early and a day and stay a day late. A day early maybe to see more Philly, a day late for pure recovery. I agree. Yeah. People neglect the recovery after vacation. Yeah, and this is this is one fest. Like, it's a lot of fun, but relaxing and chill, whatever other synonym you want to use, that is not part of the description. So we advise if you go, have a, at least one recovery day after where you can just Netflix, do whatever. Well, you know, if you're the introvert, if you're the kind of person who gets really excited and refreshed by running around in crowds, having a whole bunch of really cool people to talk to constantly, mm-hmm. and being surrounded by this amazing energy, amazing but exhausting energy. Yeah. Like extroverts will love this and they will get such a high from it. So. Yeah. And I'm, a, I'm not an extrovert and I definitely got a high from it. It's just I needed time after to regain that energy. Fair. That was me, personally. I don't yeah. know if you feel that way, but... You're talking to the person who had an anxiety attack after one day. No, I know, but I I mean, did you feel like you got a high from this, in a way? It, what I, I didn't get a high, but I was extremely happy. I was like, nice. shit, here are my people. Yeah. And, like, more than just four or five. Yeah. It was, like, majority. <laughs> we were a majority. It's weird. And good it's awesome. And amazing. Um, uh, almost unsurprisingly, though, it was heavily female-dominated, not oriented, but dominated, just because that's who showed up. But I, I feel like I didn't realize that. Yeah, I mean, okay. I I think the ratio kind of skewed like this, like female presenting mm-hmm. at least. Okay. Uh, I would say non-binary or other. Uh-huh. Or, uh huh. Or the like. Non, what was like non-binary or what am I thinking? What was the other word I was looking for? Gender queer? Oh no, no, non-binary and gender non-conforming, and then it was like guys. In that in that order, which was kind <laughs> of which was kind of refreshing. It was, yeah. I guess now that you mention it, yeah, I, I'm realizing. Yeah. So um. Uh, we did run into a few people there who were on our podcast in the past. There was, of course, Miriam, who is that Miriam. Yep, Shiam, who is on, I think, episode five. Miriam's on episode seven, I believe. Um, and yeah, so that was, yeah, so you can kind of get to know a couple of the people who were at Yalapunk with us. And there were there were several people who will be guests now that we've gotten to know them and 
uh, really excited for this. Yeah, um, it it definitely helped fill out our schedule for the next month or two. Yeah, even long. Yeah, possibly longer. There were just so many incredible humans. So, and what else? Anything else that we want to tell people about Yellow Punk, or do you think we kind of got the message across? Um. Oh. One other thing, the Yellow Punk Festival at the Art Center this year was free. Didn't need, there was no charge at the door, no charge for any of the panels. Yeah. Anyone can go in and attend. Yes. Obviously, the vendors are not free. Yeah. And. But yeah, to attend the film and poetry portions, anyone could come and see it. Like it's donation suggested because that this is a DIY fest. They run solely based on donations um, and. Uh, donations or ticket prices and it's it is extremely difficult to pull something like that together and i am so impressed by miriam and Anna and everyone else who helped out uh but the part at the bar that's where the entrance fee came in i think yeah so the johnny brenda's portion that's where people needed a weekend pass or a ticket um for that night um and that got them in to see the bands and it was so reasonable i mean for a weekend early bird tickets were 40 dollars for the whole weekend um then it went up to 50 dollars. it's i i appreciate it that it is accessible to people although um, if even that's a problem you there were volunteer slots open in which you could volunteer at the festival take a shift to like watch a door set up equipment or whatever mm-hmm. and get compensated by and you would get tickets anyway so it's yeah it's yeah. pretty much can you show up right i think that's so, i think yeah. that's the barrier of entry here travel might be the toughest part for some people um philly was a pretty chill airport though no i know but i mean financially oh yes i'm saying financially like if you're in philly this is extremely accessible everyone so check it out next year if you're not in philly and you can afford to fly to philly um you, if you can save up you will not regret it like i can assure you you will not regret this it's it's hard to come down from that fest i am having a really hard time like reintegrating into regular regular non-yellow punk society slash world yeah Um, you were kind i kind of noticed you were a little down after that i've had yeah this week has just been utter trash since we got home and i think a lot of it is like i i'm not i wasn't emotionally prepared for uh coming back out of such a magical, magical time. Anyway, so... Ooh, wait, tell them about that really cool tattoo that you wanted while you were there. Oh, like... yeah. I really... Well, um, so there's a tattoo that I really want to get from SEMA, but I didn't have a chance to do so, and that is my next... That's my next goal. Yellow Punk Regrets. Next Yellow Punk Regrets. My my only Yellow Punk Regret. We weren't able to make it happen um, because of time. So anyway, that will be my next goal. For Yellow Punk, get a Yellow Punk tattoo. Uh, At Yellow Punk, by yeah. a Yellow Punk well, artist. Yeah, the tattoo I want isn't, it doesn't say Yellow Punk, it's something else, but it's like, it would be a Yellow Punk memory. Anything so. else, darling? I think that kind of, that covers what I am wanting to articulate or able to articulate. Thank you all for listening. And if you're listening to this on Friday this week, This is the first of a double feature day, so you're going to see another episode drop this same day, just later in the day. So enjoy it. 
and we will talk to y'all later. Yeah, it's our apology for taking that one week on hiatus. We, we thought we would make up for it uh, by doing an extra episode this week. I do have one more thing to say. Sure. I'm impressed we did an entire episode on Yellow Punk in Philadelphia and didn't make any Fresh Prince of Bel-Air jokes. I know. Well, we weren't in West Philadelphia. Born and raised? Yeah, exactly. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Please rate us and review us on um, iTunes. Uh, Inter- interact else? with us on Instagram. Talk to us. Like, tweet at us at Twitter. Uh-huh. You know, Facebook us on Facebook if you're like an old people like us. <laughs> it's Facebook for old people. I guess it is. Yeah, Facebook is to my... what. MySpace was to Facebook as Facebook is to Instagram, I guess. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, whatever you prefer. We are on all three, so... And we actively engage on all three. Yeah, more so we're at, at the Queer Arabs, and you can you can email us. I, was, I almost said Gmail. You can Gmail us like it's a verb. I guess it kind of is. You can Gmail us at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. And then we also have a website, thequeerarabs.com. You can see the, the episodes, pictures, all that kind of stuff on that. So. Plus links to all the good stuff. So you don't. So you, if you can't remember anything else, thequeerarabs.com. So thank you all for listening. And we will be back very shortly. Yes. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.